Hello and welcome to The Bum Diary. I am Trent. And I'm Janelle. And we're coming to you live from Columbus, Ohio. No longer the Florida Keys, which I'm so, so sad about. No longer the Florida Keys. You guys may not hear a podcast from the Florida Keys for a long, long time. Yeah. We honestly don't know when we will be back there, but hopefully sooner than later, in my opinion. The Bum Diary is on the road. Yes, it is. We on are. the road again. Okay, we took it on. Are we gonna run, are we gonna start singing? Uh, no, I think you can get sued for that. <laughs> Probably. We're now a karaoke. We're um, just joking around. I feel like we would have crushed that though. Alrighty, before we get carried away, <laughs> the guest of today is Brooke. Like, like the trout. <laughs> are we doing it or not doing it? I feel like we were doing it. Okay, so the guest of the week is Brooke, like the trout. She um, is the fiance of our guest last week, the tug is the drug. Yes. So we're sticking with the fly fishing theme. We're almost wrapped up with a fly fishing theme, so stick with us if you hate fly fishing. But her her uh, our conversation this week was so great, and it was super fun to hear her perspective versus last week being her fiance's perspective. So And we were not lying. In the last episode, we said that she, to the men, if a high school sweetheart broke your heart, she gives you the secret how to get her back years later. (laughs) Yes, she does. Yes, she does. So you definitely have to listen to this conversation interview and get to know Brooke a little bit. And if you don't follow her, go check her out because she's awesome. But we'll get there. So moving on, we are uh, back to what we were talking about. We are not in the florida keys we're not in the florida keys and we're in like the worst place ever being a michigan man we are in columbus ohio yeah so trent's a huge u of m fan even though my brother went to michigan state and now he's getting married to an ohio state i don't know alum i don't want to say alum she's alum uh, brainwashed (laughs) to go to ohio state maybe oh my god considers alum cult ohio state cult So this 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 night should be very interesting spending spending it with them and the ongoing bantering that has happened throughout the years that they yep. have been together. It's fun. But uh it is fun. I don't <laughs> think she's annoyed yet. Not yet. And I don't care if she is, she's Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess it is what it is, right? Anyways, Janelle says uh we can never talk about sports on the podcast. So uh, we're going to move on. Move on. <laughs> I'm just joking. Let's right go. I've never said that, but we shouldn't. But anyways, <laughs> I feel like we should next, next. This is not Jim Rome. This is not Pat McAfee. I listened to too many of those. So let's move on. Okay. Um, Weekly Roundup. <laughs> weekly Roundup. <laughs> All right. What? Okay, Trent. So uh, since last week's podcast, what have we done? We have uh, finished up our jobs. Whoa, slow your roll, homie. That's the GSDL. We're only on the highs and lows of the week. No, wait, so. weekly roundup. You got to give them a quick seven-day recap. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. So recap was uh, we didn't get fired. We finished up our two weeks like a boss. Yes. Janelle's sister came down. Which was fun. Like a boss, probably. She's a little boss lady. Like a boss. And then uh, so we had her for a week. And then uh, we packed up the house in about three hours and drove all the way to Columbus, Ohio. And I thought yesterday was brutal. Brutal drive. Yesterday was kind of a brutal drive. It's such a long stretch. Yeah. Like, so Trent drove the morning stretch because I just, I don't do mornings when I only have three hours of sleep. And so he did the morning stretch and then I drove the afternoon and then the night when we were in West Virginia, Trent did. 
And that was probably the worst part. I felt kind of bad. But like the the thing with why did we drove 16 hours and didn't... Okay, every single year we go to Florida, we're like, hey, listen, I got a great idea. How about we drive with no maps and we just drive north on the back roads and just take like a week and just go find the small bars and the small rivers and just drive and explore the countryside. We say that every single year. And how many times will we accomplish that goal? Mm, zero. Because we always rushing home. Yeah. And it's just it just sucks because like we just we stayed in Florida a little bit too long. It was either like do we stay in excuse me. Uh it's past noon, so I got and it's my day off since I'm now what am I, Janelle? You are unemployed. Unemployed. He's gonna turn into a wild animal. Oh yeah, you guys are gonna see a new trent. I'm not domesticated anymore. I'm back on the farm. <laughs> this is a summer trent. Not domesticated anymore. His hair goes wild, his beard goes wild. It's Oh man. It it's sounds great. like uh, heaven. Yeah. You don't shower for like weeks. Oh, I'm back on the farm. You're excited. I'm so happy. You can drink at like 10 a.m. instead of noon. Oh, now you're making me sound like a, <laughs> like a farmer. All right. I'm just kidding. Let me, uh, let's, let's get it done. So that was a weekly recap. So we are now headed north to the farm, obviously. And uh, let's go into it. Yeah. Highs. Highs of the week. Well, you got to give me like a okay. Hi. Hi. Trump Ozier. Hi of the week high of the week man it was just a long week what was the high i don't know high of the week i think i should have more highs of a week it was a great week yeah it was, a great it was week. you know what i put it in my two weeks and i finished a job with a good reference and that means a lot to me that's my high okay that's a good that's high. My high i got it done i did it right yes you did i'm fucking stoked yeah um, um so what was your my no, high of the I'm week? I'm not going to do it, but what was your high of the week? No, I think you should do it. No, next. Please. I'll do the low. Okay, that's fair. What was your high? All right, my high of the week was probably having my sister down in the Keys with us. That was fun. And I think it was good for her to get away. It was good to spend some quality time with her, and we had fun. So that was, that was my high of the week, for sure. Um, and it was it was cool, too, because... My sister just turned 21, so sitting at a bar with her was kind of like a cool moment. It was like, dang, like, it's all, this is normal from here on out, but it's kind of, it was weird initially. It was like, whoa, I'm getting old, but not really. Yeah, okay. Anyways, Janelle's, turning, um, uh, Janelle's about to uh, hit a point in her life with her birthday coming up next month where she is now closer to 30 than she is 18, <laughs> and she hates when I say that. <laughs> yeah because it's like what where does the time go i don't want to talk that's, that's gonna be my low if we keep talking about this i think oh, we need okay, to move on let's move on <laughs> all right trent low no you gotta go lower than that well you go first low that was good okay we'll your turn with that. no no you gotta go low people are like what the hell are we talking about yeah, low of the week you know you up my low of the week um okay so on my last day of work i got whipped creamed and when they whipped, when they, okay, for those of you who don't know what getting whipped cream is, essentially what it is, people just take a, like a thing of whipped cream, put it in their hands or a towel or whatever, and they just smash it all over your face. And so my coworkers decide there's like three of them and they put it all over these towels. And normally they do it to your face, but I got it all over the back of my head in my hair. And then they decided to take the excess whipped cream and smash it all over my face. And I still had tables and I had to work the rest of the night. Mind you, it was like 85 and humid. So I'm sitting there, I'm sweaty. I'm covered in sticky whipped cream. And that's probably my low. Like it was pretty gross, but it was funny. It was fun. It was all fun. But it was when it happened, I was like, Oh, it's in my hair. 
that stupid no not at all i was just imagining you working and that it was getting hot it was disgusting it was hot on the keys. i was i was literally sweating all night and then i got covered in whipped cream so that's just gross we're gonna get like a viewer question saying you can sue them for abuse oh my god probably all right Trent, no, what was your around. low of the week low of the week um man saying goodbye to jack our landlord 104 <sighs> years old world war ii veteran 104 yeah saying actually that is that is the law you know what i mean i take back whatever i just said he is such a great i mean I, i'll just tell the story really quickly if people want to know because I, I told it all i told my tables jack world war ii veteran and he was the wildest man i've ever met like he could still throw down whiskey he tended the chicken coop every day collected eggs took the trash out did the laundry I mean, mopped me and hope. swept the floors i'm yeah. turning 30 i can't even do laundry he 104 <laughs> wild that yeah yeah i just got really sad that actually was definitely the low you should get was sad saying, it's the low of the week yeah no that was the that was the low i don't even know why i said what i just did um, just be quiet. i think I'm i just, just kind of no around. no i really think i just blocked it out of my mind because it's sad it was so sad and you i know, get I depressed crying. thinking about I it i was like i was like what are you crying for she's like i can't i mean we just said goodbye to jack and yeah just just a great man i'm gonna cry right now God. just it's okay. Oh my gosh, it just, it just right. got real. Yeah, the low just got really low. Yeah. But uh, it, it needs to be told. Yeah, it does. I'm very lucky and blessed to be able to even know that man. Well, yeah, him and Bet, who's his wife, they're just good people. So saying goodbye to them was really, really hard. Yeah, it was. They're angels. So uh, let's get even uh, sadder and talk about our GSD. Yeah. Are you still? Oh I'm my like, God. I'm still hung the... up on that. I'm, I feel bad that I even said anything else. I guess I was just being stupid when I came up with my low. But like, well, you got to tell people that we just have yeah. uh, some people like have a script in their podcast and like what they're going to talk about. And me and Janelle are just like, oh my God, is it really time to do this again? We're just going to wing it, and we just are talking. So. And I guess I didn't really even like, like I think I just like I said when sad things like that happen, I just kind of don't like to think about it. So when Trent said that, it made it real again all right let me cheer you up then that's not only the low. okay yeah i'll cheer you up then we can move on on. okay those pink flowers driving up oh those are beautiful what about that yellow field oh my god okay yeah i'm happy again are you happy i'm happy again it's nice to be up north watching spring because spring is an amazing season it's beautiful the fish get hungry the flowers come out stuff starts growing it's amazing everything's bright green yep okay Get right. shit done list. I don't really no, remember what whoa, it was whoa, last whoa, week. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're missing something. What am I missing? Lessons of the week. Oh, God. We still doing that? Yes, we're doing that. All right. What was your lesson of the week? Lesson of the week was uh, treat people with respect and good things happen because we treated Bet and Jack with respect last time we were in the Florida Keys and they offered us a place for free in the Florida Keys uh, under the premise that we save as much money as we can to advance our life on the farm for a future mm-hmm. and that's what we told them we would do and we worked our butts off so the lesson of the week is uh treat people right because in my past life i probably would have skipped town the first round and you know what i mean just kind of lost contact so mm-hmm. do it right i agree with what's that. your lesson of the week um not to copy you but i feel like that's a really strong lesson of the week other than that my lesson of the week is to i don't know Probably when you pack up a car in three hours to go home, you should know where the toothbrushes are at. (laughs) (laughs) 
I feel like we should know where those are at anyways. Well, lesson of the week. When you get oh, to the hotel, oh, you're like, like oh, you, where's yeah, everything? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe when we packed, we should have been like, Strate- what are we going to... Yeah. Strategic packing probably would have been nice because we had to dig through our car to find everything. Yeah, you want to tell them how pissed off you got at me? When? I put the I packed the clothes oh in gosh. the car and there was like a white trash bag and like four black trash bags and so I put the four black trash bags in the back of the car in the trunk and I put the white trash bag in the back seat and then Janelle goes why did you keep the only bag out that was with the dirty clothes <laughs> so yeah you took the bag of dirty laundry and made that accessible and then all of our clean clothes are in the back and in the back uh we have our bikes on the trunk so it's not like yeah. it's just easy so to lesson get in, of the but week, that's okay it was funny don't pack like an idiot yeah but that's okay. You packed. All right. Speaking of packing, GSDL, get shit done list. Which I think we made really easy last week, which was uh, don't just get done and move up north. No, your GSDL for me was to clean out the fridge. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, was I supposed to do bathroom? Nah. I think you were supposed to do, I'm pretty sure you were supposed to pack the car. I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure you were supposed, supposed to, to pack, it, th- clean did. the car. You were supposed to clean the car out. Clean the car and pack the car. You were right. That was yes. my GSD. I did it. And then I got yelled at for not doing it correctly oh, with the stop. dirty clothes in the backseat, <laughs> which you guys you. just heard. I just said, oh, this, this would be the dirty clothes bag. Okay. So on a scale of <laughs> one to 10, I get a, you get a 10. I get a 10. You get a 10. Woo. You did it. You cleaned out the car. You packed the car. You fit everything in there, considering the fact that we had to take my sister and her stuff to the airport. Oh, man. It was brutal. On top of everything, like our life that we moved down to Florida. So you nailed it. You nice. get a 10 out of 10. And your GSD was clean the bathrooms in the fridge. How did I do? <laughs> I gave you I gave you a solid, <laughs> solid eight. Why an eight? I mean, I give you an eight. Yeah, but I th- yeah, that's fair, I guess, because I feel like you kind of helped me clean the fridge out. Uh, by removing everything and then just leaving it open for you to quickly wipe down. <laughs> okay, you get a four. <laughs> yeah, but I clean the bathroom. I clean the bathroom. I feel like that counts for more than like five at least. Yeah, but you clean the bathroom because your sister was coming down. Yeah, but then, yeah, but then I cleaned it after she left too, or after we were gonna leave. All right, let's move on. You're right. A six out of ten. <laughs> Six out of ten. I'll take a six. Locked in. Sweet. Above, Done. Uh, above 50%. All right. GSD for next week. Oh, God. What is it? I feel like I have a scroll. Let me quick pull up my scroll of GSDL <laughs> that you have to do because there's a lot of shit we got to get done this week. Oh, yeah. The, Let just, me tell this you. week is just land on our feet. Unpack the car. Get the farm ready. Get the spiders out. Get the water running. Clean our bedroom. Go to the auctions. Make sure the tractor start up. Oh, my God. <sighs> Let's not talk about it. That's not, I love my God. <laughs> yeah, well, we're going we're gonna to take a break on the GSD. Yeah, we're just going to like not, like my anxiety level just went up a lot. So we're just going to move on. We're going to skip GSD. <laughs> and let's go into, ooh, all right. Let's go into something else. Let's go into the thing that I always forget. The questions of the week. Questions of Viewer the week. questions. And this week we actually have quite a few, but we're probably just going to do a few. So, Trent, you can start it off. Uh, I don't remember his name. The one where he asked about uh, our biggest disappointment trip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it right here. All right. Uh, place you looked forward to going the most that ended up being a major disappointment. What would uh, you say? I don't know what the I don't know what disappointment means. I mean, if a place where I was just let down. Oh, I know. 
Where? The South. I mean, I'm just not a desert guy. I'm not a red rock desert guy. And I think just, I went down to the Northwest, the Southwest to do a little recon mission with an old man called Tennessee <laughs> way back in the day. I'm talking way pre-Janelle. Um, yeah, we went down to the Southwest. We we did it. We did everything wrong. We quit our jobs and uh, yanks had no money, sold one of our cars, took whatever cash we could scramble and said we were going to go on a fly fishing trip for like two months to the Southwest. We had all these rivers planned out and like it's just way different. Like in Montana and New Zealand and Argentina and Michigan, there's a lot of different things you can fish, I feel like. Um, like you could fish a pond and then like a spring creek and then like a small mountain tributary or a giant river like the Yellowstone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you fish for, there's just a lot of different fisheries. And then the Southwest, we were going to a lot of rivers and it was just kind of, kind of all got just the same. And I was just looking for more of a, more of a, so I wouldn't call it a disappointment because the Southwest is beautiful and I would have never discovered Creed, Colorado. So a lot of good came out of it. But I think that was in terms of like a place that I traveled where I was just like, you know, and some people love the desert. Like my little sister, she just spent like a month down in the desert camping and she said it was God's greatest gift to earth, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think it's okay to admit that you don't like some things sometimes. Yeah. So I definitely think I'm more of a mountain guy. Yeah. But Definitely. Uh, but uh, what do you think your biggest disappointment trip um... was? Honestly, this past year, the trip to Arizona, and it wasn't the trip that was a disappointment. It was our job search. That was a big disappointment. Yeah, Scottsdale, Arizona was not easy. No. And the thing was, okay, so obviously you guys know that we are seasonal workers and we live off of the money we make during a season. Well, we got down to Scottsdale, Arizona, and we were on our job search, and it was like strike after strike after strike, and everybody was telling us that season wouldn't be here for until like February, March, because that's when spring training starts. And Trent and I were, you know us, like we're ready to get going. Like we're ready to work. So um, after being turned down so many times, it started to become a huge disappointment. And it was just like, why are we even here? And we were just, we were really stagnant. Like we weren't doing much and we were just trying to figure it out. Phoenix did, it was very comfortable. Like we were living out of the van and there was an easy access gym, $9 a month and Oh my God, you could work out, take a shower, had a sauna, had a pool. I mean, it, there were so many great happy hours. You could park the van anywhere in the desert and just mm-hmm. sleep overnight. So Phoenix was comfortable, but then it turned into a disappointment of like, there's really no jobs here. Yeah, that for was. Us. Oh, yeah, there were so many pros to that trip, but it was just like the job search was the biggest disappointment that we've had. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the hardest time me and Janelle ever went through as a couple because it was like, it, it was, was just, hard. it was just stressful. Yeah, that was, it was just very stress stressful. after stress. And we were like so excited because I feel like people hyped it up so much that we know. And then we got there and it was like, well, this sucks. So. It wasn't, it wasn't Key West. Like we're seasonal workers. Right. And right. So it, Scottsdale would have been perfect. If I, honest to God, honest to God, if I was a, a younger person with a different career path, mm-hmm. I could highly look at living. Oh yeah. Alpine. Okay. So I just talked crap about the Southwest. I know I did, but I would, I'm, I guess I shouldn't have talked too much crap about it because honestly, if I had to pick a place where I think it's happening, I, it, Phoenix was beautiful, mm-hmm. especially in the winter time. There was so much to do. The salt river that it was, uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's an up and coming place, mm-hmm. but yeah, Janelle was right. It was hard to find our job. Yeah, for sure. All righty. Let's go into the next question. Okay. So the next question is how was the adjustment to living in the van and how long do you think you'll do it? Ooh. How, I mean, how long could I, how long could I live in the van? Yeah. Yeah. Like how, like how was the adjustment 
to initially doing it? And then how long do you think that you'll do it? Like how okay, long to you, you go first. I answered the last one. So how, yeah, the I question is to you. Okay. So the adjust, how was the adjustment living in the van? Okay. So for me, it was interesting because I'm so used to not doing stuff like that. Like I didn't grow up in like a camping, like I didn't grow up in a really outdoorsy family. So I never camped. Like I never traveled in like an RV or anything like that. So for me, it was kind of, it was fun. Um, but it was kind of hard to get used to, especially when we started doing it for really long periods of time. And initially when we started dating, we were like, let's live out of the van. Like let's live on it. Not even the van, the Explorer, which is half the size of the van. So, so it was definitely a transition, not being able to shower. But the question was, uh, how was moving into the van and living out of the van and coming from a Ford Explorer how was going to the van? Oh my gosh. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was like moving into a mansion. Yeah, it really Holy was. Cow, so the, the van adjust- had so much room. <laughs> so the adjustment was like, yeah, we living in luxury now. Oh yeah, when we got that Ford van, man, it was oh. Oh, wow. it was life-changing. Yeah, it was, man. Don't live out of an explorer. Upgrade. Yeah, but Upgrade. living out of the van, you could actually sit in it, put a TV, a mini fridge. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. And how long do you think you'll do it? Um, to be honest with you, I think because we don't we don't like really live live out of the van like we do, but we okay, do let it me for ask like. You, if you had to live out of the van, how long could you live for? Oh God, um, I could probably do it for a while yeah, before I started. Want, go, yeah, before. more than you want to admit, actually. Yeah, more than I want to admit. I could honestly, we did it in Scottsdale, and we were there for like a long time, and we nailed it. Like living, like living, living though. Not just like, not just like camping living. It was like, we got ready every day. Like we figured, yeah, like Like we we lived in the van. Like we lived out of the van. Like it was, like I said, like some people when they do their van life and like they camp and stuff, that's what they're doing. They're like camping, but we were living, we were getting ready for job interviews. Like we were living out of the van. Like if we had to go to the bathroom, like it wasn't like we made a point to stop and like, Find a, I don't I don't know how to explain this, but everything we did evolved the van. Yes. It was our house. And yeah. we weren't like camping on the mountains taking photos for Instagram. It was no. it was our life. No, like, like we're like, not in a van to be cool and be part of van life. It was, hey, how do we go somewhere and not pay uh, absurd amounts of rent, which is happening in this country? Right. How do we how do we pay for affordable housing and save for our goal of saving the farm? And the answer was, well, you got to be homeless. And so we had the van, and Janelle's not kidding. Every decision we had to make was, where are we going to park the van? Are you going to park it in the shade? How long are we going to sleep in tomorrow? The first thing every day you got to do in the van is, yes, find a restroom. Drive we, to the gas station. That's probably the worst part of living in the van. But we fully intended on living out of the van, though. Yeah, like, could've. it wasn't that was the question. Like for the season. Like, we fully intended on living four months out of the van and making it work and going to the gym to shower and clean up and do what we needed to do so and that's what i loved about scottsdale when you talked about your biggest disappointment what i loved about scottsdale is we've lived out of the van a lot living out of the van in naples florida was hard as shit <laughs> like, that's a hard area that to live out of the van. well because it just gets to 100 degrees and it's humid and you can't have the windows down because the mosquitoes and no seams but in phoenix man oh and that in the perfect winter climate of the desert mm-hmm. oh man it gets so cold in the desert so you can still cuddle up yeah and in, in, in a big blank I, i'll just i loved i loved being on the end you have a little antenna for a little TV that we run off a battery. 
And at Phoenix in the desert, I mean, you can pick up, we had like 60 channels mm-hmm. on this little antenna. We oh, were yeah. watching sports. I, it was awesome. I mean, living in Phoenix was awesome if you're going to be homeless in a van. And we're going to get a, we're gonna get an email from somebody pissed off. <laughs> Let me, like, do not encourage this. A whole this. bunch of people show up in vans <laughs> living homelessly <laughs> in Phoenix. I guess we should back it up because if we ever got to go to Phoenix and live out of the van, we don't want people to move down there and piss off the city. Ruin so it. I'm going to take it back. Yeah, scratch that. It we're we're joking. Van, don't do it don't do it pay rent and just be yeah don't do a don't van do in phoenix ever yes Mm-mm. okay but how it's long like, it's like now not montana how long not wyoming <laughs> not wyoming um yeah so uh next no actually um how long do we plan on doing it i think that we'll always have the van no matter what like maybe not the van that we have now but we'll always do like the van life thing and we'll always go camping for two months and live out of the van like that's just going to be a thing i think the biggest compliment janelle ever gave me was she was just talking to somebody i don't know who it was but somebody was just like how would you describe trent and i think janelle kind of said something along the lines of well trent could win the lottery for 300 million and we would still have that crappy white van and we would still be living out of it <laughs> no that is 100 percent true because i i mean i just i just i just like i don't know man that that, that does it for me you know what i mean mm-hmm. so you love it yeah we'll always have that white you love you love trent loves this is the funny thing about trent trent loves driving down the road thinking the whole time that we could break down at any second like he loves that no he loves that no, yes no. you do no i do not love <laughs> that you love you like you get off on that you're like no i do not yes you do because you just like to fix stuff so you're like waiting for something to break so you can like step no, in and i be can like, drive the old van because when it does break i can fix it i know but you love that not that i love it i hate it and it pisses me off but he i can do it. it no i don't like it <laughs> You're smiling. Remember when we were on top of the mountain in Colorado and the truck died like five miles from the top of the pass? Oh, you loved it. And I had to go get snow from a glacier, it seemed like, and I had to bring the snow and pack it in the radiator just to cool the car down. Yeah, that was pretty, that was impressive. And Janelle was like, we're never going to make it over this hill. And we had just started dating and I was just like, I need you to go get snow. She's like, for what? I was like, I'm going to put snow in the engine. And she was like, for what? Oh, that was our first big trip together. I was impressed. Did I get the truck started and up over the hill? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. We lived. We kept going. All righty. Going into the guest. The guest. Uh, She is wonderful. Brooke like a trout. Uh, I just... uh, I don't know. She, she, I think she said, I don't know. What did you think of the interview? She's very, she's a very sweet girl. Like she really is. And she's so open to learning new things in the fly fishing world, which I loved. Like she openly admits that she's pretty new to the game, but like she's always looking to learn something. And she just, she said being on the river is just such a, such a calming experience. And it's so, it's such a bonding experience for her and the tug is a drug. And I Tyler. think she's a little feisty because just the way she got into fly fishing was the tug. I mean, she's a great woman. Cause she, first of all, she said that her, her, uh, fiance Tyler, uh, was going fishing every weekend. Mm-hmm. So first off, what a wonderful woman. Right. <laughs> like, but then she finally put her foot down yeah. and she was like, listen, I'm coming with you. Yeah. It was a little feisty. She was like, listen, I let you go fishing every weekend with the boys, but I thought maybe one time we'd go to the movies, but you never ask. So I'm going to go fishing <laughs> with you now. <laughs> and you're going to teach me. And, uh, like every, uh, like we talk about this in the interview, we get really into women fishing and, uh, like most women, she's now out fishing Tyler. Mm-hmm. And it literally a patient thing, but I really go into depth. If you want to understand why why women are better fishermen than men, it is not a joke about patience. No, 
It's not at all. No. And, uh, yeah. Thank you for being with me. <laughs> Thank you for not giving up on me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. men are tested. It's kind of weird. They say men don't have the patience for fishing like women do. Well, men have the patience to teach women fishing. And not that they need a man to teach them at all, but like me and Janelle, like I had the patience to teach her, and that was a struggle. <laughs> but now that she has it, she's like got this zen peacefulness when she's on the river, and it's amazing how much she can outfish me. Yeah, but... I was like, where'd you catch that fish? She's like, out of the hole that you fished for three seconds and then trudged through. Yeah, but I couldn't have done it without you. But no, it was, it was cool listening to her her story versus Tyler's and um, their whole journey as far, like as a couple and as individuals. So... So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so you definitely have to listen. Let's get into it. Yeah. Get to know Brooke like the trout. Here we go. Three. Nope. What? What were you going to say? Three, two, one. Let's do it. Let's do it. And welcome back to the Bum Diary interview. Uh, today, we have the other half of the tug, and the tug is the drug, Tyler, and that would be his fiance, Brooke. Which is like a what, you know? Like a trout. I love that. <laughs> so, Brooke, yeah. how are you today? Good. How are you? Good. Good. So, again, we just like to ask every one of our guests. We want to know, like, where are you right now? Describe your setting. Because everybody knows we're in a garage. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I am living in Linden in basement of a house because we just moved here. So... Just like did you guys settled. just just move in like the last couple of days, month or? Um, it's been like a month. Yeah. So how many boxes are still unpacked? I unpacked all of them. I don't know how many Tyler has, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, he probably unpacked the fishing stuff. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. Is this a forever home now for you guys? Because you guys are getting married, or are you guys still just having fun? No, we're hoping to buy a house next year once we are done with this lease. So nice. should be good. Okay. Are you planning on staying in Linden then? Um, probably not too far from here. We're kind of pretty close to his family and my family's in Logan, which is about two hours away from us. So I want to stay so close you're, to uh, So what we were telling Tyler is you're one of the only two females in Utah, right? <laughs> is that how it is? <laughs> Right. Yep. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> awesome. He's a lucky guy. He said. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, awesome. So I guess the first thing is uh, we like to creep on Instagrams. Well, first right. off, we want to talk about your Instagram handle because Brooke, like the trout, is like, like the greatest name. So <laughs> did you come up with that? And how did you just, come up with that? You know, I was just blessed with the name. And then Tyler, he's the creative one. He comes up with everything. He just said it has to be Brooke, like the trout just has to be so i went with it <laughs> oh i think it worked out perfectly it's heck yeah yeah do you know things you got like the cutest instagram she always talks about <laughs> okay i love it i love it so i don't know like if i had a personal instagram like related to fly fishing it would be yours like or at least it, <laughs> i'd aspire for it to be like yours so <laughs> now is that your only instagram ever or did you make that just for did did tyler was tyler kind of like oh this is kind of we could kind of do something here yeah, he's the one that convinced me to set it up because I wasn't sure about it. Like, I'm new to fly fishing. It's been not even two years, I think almost two years of fly fishing or fishing mm -hmm. in general. So he was the one that convinced me to set it up. And I was kind of nervous to get it going, but it worked out. It definitely worked out. <laughs> 
Absolutely. I know. Um, I'm the same. I'm, I'm the same way. Like I just started fly fishing two years ago and then Trent kind of convinced me to start this whole bum diary thing. And that's how ours started as well. So I totally can relate to that. Yeah, that's awesome. So how, so since you started fly fishing only two years ago, but it seems like it's one of your like biggest passions now, like Tyler was telling us that you guys, instead of saying like, what are we going to do this weekend? It's more, what rivers are we going to fish this weekend? Or where are we going to go fishing this weekend? Is that true? Yes, that is. (laughs) Now, did you, uh, sorry, did you, um, did you like, uh, is that was, was it, did you have like a hobby beforehand where you went fishing and hunting or anything like that? Or is this the first time you ever done anything outdoors like that? Not really. Like I like spending times outdoors hiking and things, but I've never really had kind of a hobby. So taking on his hobby was kind of nice to have something to look forward to and do something together and it really just brought us closer and so now it's just something we just love to do because it's something we can always look forward to Mm -hmm. and bond over and experience together yeah that's that's awesome so okay so since you just started fly fishing and it sounds like he was kind of your teacher how was that was it were there moments where because for me there were moments where I definitely like threw the rod down and started crying and I was like I can't do this like yeah like were there moments like that with you guys (laughs) (laughs) still I'm frustrated at things because it's just like I don't know like I will be fishing a hole forever and then Tyler will literally walk up and he'll be like well let me try and first cast it and he catches a fish and it just uh, makes me so mad sometimes. <laughs> but, I mean, I know he has, he obviously has been doing it way longer than me. So, he has the right. skill. But, yeah, I mean, at the beginning, he's actually a really good teacher. He's pretty patient. So, I guess I got yes. lucky that way. <laughs> well, hey, you're engaged. So, yep. <laughs> that's great. Good for you guys. Yeah, Tyler said you stared right at the engagement box in the car on the way to the lake. Is and, that true? And you didn't even know. I, I didn't even know. Like, I had no idea what he was planning because we went with, like, a couple friends, which we don't really go that often with. And so I wasn't really thinking of anything like that. And, yeah, I was looking for, I don't know, something in the bag that to help tie on a fly or something. And he just, like, took the bag away from me. I was like, okay. But yeah, I had no idea. I didn't even, I don't even think I saw a box in there. That oh, that's like so that. funny. <laughs> well, congratulations to you both. Thank you. That's, you're welcome. The question is, how was the fishing after the engagement? Was it good? <laughs> yeah, it was good. We actually caught quite a few fish that day, so it turned out really good. Good, good. Okay, so we kind of want to dive in a little bit because obviously you said you started only fly fishing two years ago. So what was your life like before then? Like, did you even know fly fishing existed or what were you doing before you started? Or before you yeah, like met I, Tyler? <laughs> I don't even know. It's hard to even think back. And it wasn't even that long ago. But like, I didn't even really have a hobby. Like my, I just worked and hung out. I feel like I'd like this was something I needed in my life because I was just always just I don't know what to do like my life's so boring so mm-hmm. I don't know like it's hard th- to even think about back then yeah what do you think the best uh, thing about fly fishing then is from from your perspective um I feel like the best thing is just knowing that there's just going to be a chance to catch something really cool and 
even just going and having something to do and going to new places and finding new adventures and that's just it's really cool definitely did you ever think the first time you went fly fishing that that would start to change your life going forward you know two years later no i didn't think so at all like i've just been (laughs) super lucky with tyler like he already went through all the hard trying to find places and struggling to all that so for me it was super easy because he just brought me to all the cool places right at the beginning so Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean i never thought i would be where i'm at now well, I mean, even you, I mean, you, you probably have some destinations now on bucket list. Would you say like, do you have a favorite species or is there something you really enjoy going after in the fly fishing world over other things or. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, like I really want to catch a Dolly Varden or, um, something like an Arctic char, like Tyler was saying, but for me, I just obviously like catching brook trout <laughs> just because <laughs> it's part of my yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> and brookies are so beautiful i'm sorry i, I told I Trent before i even caught a brook trout i was like that is one of my dream fish because the colors like the pastels and the silver like they're just so beautiful I know, so. it's hard to beat i don't even yes. know yes so. yes but you you caught a lot of beautiful fish especially like yeah. based on what we've seen on your photos like you you've caught some some dream fish for some people. So how does that feel being so new to the game? Because I, I'm sure people have reached out to you and like given you compliments and asked you questions. Right. And I just feel so lucky. Like most people don't get opportunities like that. And I've had so many in the last two years to do that. So I don't know. I just got lucky with being with Tyler and him knows just knowing everything. But yeah, I don't even know how other people do it I see people just catching small fish and now for me even just in two years I'm like oh that's only a 16 incher that's it (laughs) (laughs) I'm like if I get 16 inches I'm like yeah (laughs) so sweet (laughs) I've got some nice fish but 16 inches is great yeah yeah that's awesome, though. But what, what would you say to the people, though, like that are seeing your feet? I mean, would you say something along the lines of, like, I know Janelle would feel like, hey, if I can learn this and I can do this, then anybody can do this. Just keep your head down type of thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know barely anything about fishing. Like, I went fishing every once in a while with my family, but, like, didn't know anything about it. So, yeah, if I can do it, anyone really can do it because <laughs> yeah. I, I had no idea about even fly fishing. So, so like, what kind of fishing were you doing with your family? Because I remember when I first started, I it was like bobber and worm. I think she said you didn't do any yep. fishing. But she said with their family every once in a while. Oh, so like, okay. Yeah, like bobber and worm fishing. <laughs> yes, bait. So. Okay. Okay, so let's back. I, let me let me try to pick your brain then. So Tyler <laughs> says, okay, so so obviously Tyler said you guys knew each other in high school, right? And then one day mm-hmm. you saw him in town. He had a beard. He was going outside <laughs> a lot. And you were just kind of like, we should hang out. That's true. He didn't have a beard in high school. I don't <laughs> so <laughs> you know, that really got me. So we actually dated in high school. I don't know if he said that, but we dated no. for a couple oh. months. But we were oh. sixteen years old, so. So you, right. so you broke his heart, that's why I didn't bring it up. <laughs> that is true. He probably didn't I did break his heart then. So. Oh, <laughs> but like you're right, I saw his beard and I was like, Why did I do that? I feel oh, like, yeah. what, what was my 16-year-old self thinking? 
Oh, that's, that's on our great. we do a lessons of the week in the previous before this interview, so I guess it's going to be uh, men grow a beard if you get broken <laughs> up by your high school sweetheart. Yep, <laughs> everything will work out uh, for sure. Okay, so so you meet Tyler. He's got a beard now. He goes outside, and you say, uh, so he he says, I'm a fisherman. Like, does he say he's a fly fisherman? And did you uh, did you even like what was your first well, reaction? Did you know on. what he was talking about? Hang on, because she. <laughs> Because he said that he was going away every weekend. And finally, you're like, damn it. I want to learn because you're not going away anymore. <laughs> I'm going with right. you. Yeah. So he went all like every weekend and I and then would kind of hang out with me during the week. And then I was like, oh, well, I feel like I kind of want to try it. And then I went with him a few times, but I didn't ever fish. I just kind of followed him around in the rivers. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is kind of boring. And then I finally was like, here's a rod. Let's give you a try. And we did it. <laughs> and the rest is history. Yeah. Well, when you first, so he says you're going fishing. He goes, yeah, I go mm-hmm. fishing on the weekends with the boys, right? And so you think, you must have been thinking like worms, huh? Yeah, or, I don't no. even know. Like I saw all of his stuff. I, But yeah, I probably would have. Oh, don't he probably, he probably has. About it. <laughs> yeah, his stuff is probably worth more than his car, and you were probably like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I remember the. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, I just remember him see, having so many rods, and I'm like, "You don't, don't you just need one of them?" <laughs> oh no, girl. <laughs> yes. And then he probably like his jaw probably dropped when you asked him that, right? Oh, yeah. And then you saw his fly box. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, the fly box. You the probably fly like, box. Oh. You're like, what are <laughs> all you only need one of these? <laughs> it's not just one fly box either. It's a couple of them. Mm, multiple. <laughs> Absolutely. And you're like, what are these? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we don't even explain. We work in the Florida Keys as bartenders, and a lot of people don't even know what fly fishing is. So you can't even explain it to them because by the time <laughs> yeah, you explain the rod, the reel, the floating line, it just it's just oh my god. Yeah, it's right over much. their heads. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, you go out to the river and this guy goes out there and starts flying around. And then one day you decide to try it. And uh, did you have I mean, did you have any luck? Like right away? Was it something like you were kind of just like, this is this is kind of I can definitely see because fly fishing is way different. It's more about I mean, you just you're more in nature than you are fishing because a lot of the days you're just kind of enjoying the scenery. Right. Yeah. The first time he actually had me try, we went to a spot where he knew we were going to catch lots of fish. And so my first trip out we caught i don't even know hundreds of fish in the whole weekend wow nice yeah and they were pretty decent sized they were just all rainbows but they were pretty decent sized for being my first time i was gonna say so he fooled you into like oh yeah yes Yes. (laughs) like my first year not my first experience (laughs) what a bastard so you're like, oh, we just go you're catch like, 100 fish every day. We can do this. Yeah, fly fishing is so fun. I know. <laughs> and then the next few times I was like, wait, this is not the same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because he's probably like, okay, we're done with the little rainbows. It's time to go chase big browns. And you were yep. like, a uh, whole different game. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. And then we just sit there and not catch anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he took you to Pyramid Lake, and you must have been like, oh, my God, what is this? What is this? What are what we doing this monster? <laughs> yeah. I actually haven't even been to Pyramid. He had he went when I had to work. So. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure, you'll get there, though. Yeah. In your time. Eventually. <laughs> okay. So 
Let's talk a little bit about your social media and your following because you've only been doing this for a couple of years, but you have a massive, massive amount of people that you, follow you. You get more likes, like yeah. yeah. You get more likes per per photo per person than we think any, anybody I've ever seen on Instagram. Like I your know, follow, it's ridiculous. Fo- yeah. Hey, when you post a photo, you it, it's you can tell that your followers really like have a lot of respect for what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's crazy. I don't even know how that even happened because I mean, obviously Tyler's followers have probably gained onto me and, but just, yeah, I have like the 13,000 in like two years is just crazy to me. So was there a moment where you woke up and it was like 4,000 new followers or was it a per, like a progression? Um, it was, I feel like I gained quite a few, um, kind of like it was slower at the beginning and then all of a sudden it was like a hundred followers a week and I was like okay this is getting pretty serious and then once I hit like probably 7,000 I was like whoa this is crazy Mm -hmm. now did you have an Instagram before Brooke like the trout did you have a personal Instagram beforehand and do you still have a personal Instagram (laughs) I do have a personal and I have like 200 followers on there like maybe okay. 20 likes the picture <laughs> so when Ty- so when tyler launches you're so when i mean when you and tyler together you got brooke whatever and you guys start launching this did you ever think there's so many crazy people out there that just love seeing pictures of fish no i would have never guessed <laughs> it's wild so, yeah it i mean i've very... before but. Yeah, but you're also like a beautiful girl and people tend to follow, yeah. you know, like pretty girls behind the fly rod because there's not a lot of female anglers that actually right. like love fly fishing and do what you're doing and do what you and your fiance together are doing, which is so great. Um, right. Now, have you had have you had any like uh, hate or something on social media? Have you had any like do you experience any of that or is like, everything pretty nice and easy on your side? Um, People are pretty good. I've had a few negative people here and there. Um, some kind of like accounts that that's all, all they do kind of a thing. But for the most part, it's pretty positive and people are pretty nice about things. And I just got to remind myself, like, if there is something negative, like, yeah, I'm still new, like, it shouldn't have to bother me. It bothers mm-hmm. me a lot more than it bothers Tyler. Like things, people say things to Tyler and he's like, oh, it's fine. And then if somebody says something to me, I like worry about it forever. But just gotta right. remind myself it's not that big of a deal. That's just a girl thing, though. I feel like yeah, but yeah, <laughs> most sure. of the time people are pretty nice. Well, I think the big thing about social media when you see you, know, you are very pretty and you and your trout are fucking beautiful. And I think <laughs> the thing is like when people see when people see uh, that their initial reaction is oh here's just a rich chick or whatever she has the means and she can kind of just go out and that well, one of the reasons we started this podcast and we kind of focus on social media people was like uh, because first off we, we always say um um. This is a tool. Like I'm not saying I love social media. I'm not saying I hate social media. But if you want to get into the fly fishing industry, follow your passions, start your own company, and, and raise a family on a fly fishing industry income. Uh, I mean, social media is a tool. And so there's always sure. going to be people. Yeah, and there's always going to be people that are uh, whatever negative. But the thing is, like, uh, uh, we're just kind of trying to expose that side of people. So like, just for the record, because Tyler addressed it, like you have a full time job, yep. correct? Like you work for everything you have. Yes. Yeah. And that's pretty, that, I think that's pretty special in itself. So, uh, and you guys are just, you guys do this on the weekend you guys live and breathe it, huh? Yeah. And like, even after work, sometimes we just go and fish for a couple hours, just 
because we need it. We haven't, it just feels like the two days between the weekend was just too long. (laughs) So would you say it's like a therapeutic thing for you guys and kind of just like to reground yourselves? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we find ourselves just like craving it and we're just like, oh, we just need a fishing trip so bad right now. Mm-hmm. Now, is it? Do you see a future then with social media? I mean, do you see this continuing and everything like that, and uh, in a positive light? Yeah, I think so. I hope so, at least. I think that it's gotten us lots of connections and friends, and we have different kind of sponsors, I guess, that just gets us into new places and new things. And I think it's been really good for us, and I hope yeah. it continues to be. Yeah, just new opportunity. And it sounds like you guys are in the works of creating your own company, which is really great. We don't need to go into that too much, but... Yeah, that's awesome that you guys are trying to go after your own dreams. Yeah. Yeah. So is that your... Is that... Would you say that's your ultimate goal then to kind of like, obviously like long term, do your own thing and maybe pursue something in the fly fishing world or... Do you like the career you're in now? Do you think you're going to stay in that forever? No, I hope not. I hope that we find something that brings us into fishing. So even if we build into making this clothing company into something that gets us maybe into something else, but as long as it revolves something around fishing, I think that we would both be happy. Yeah, that's beautiful. We love hearing that. Because we're gonna, we like we're we want this podcast to continue in five years. We want to talk to you, and then hopefully you'll be an inspiration to people to be like, listen, I thought, <laughs> listen, I thought you had you could only have I thought it was only one one rod sport, and now look, you know, look what I've been able <laughs> <Yep>. to achieve. <laughs> yep. Yes. So that's okay. a, that's awesome. And another good thing about social media, you you see a lot of people, but it seems like you and Tyler, you guys are really fishing for some like real wild hard fish. Like you, you guys are, you guys are. Seems like you guys love public water and you guys respect the land and and the fishing. And I think that's really big and positive, especially on social media. Yeah, we definitely try to do everything yeah. positive. So nice. Definitely. So are you excited for Belize? Yeah, I think it'll be awesome. I haven't ever been salt fish, water fishing, and so I think it will be a good. Hopefully, it's not too hard. I'm hoping to catch a permit or two. Nice. Yeah. Tyler's been teaching you the double haul in the backyard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we gotta go practice some more for sure. But I think I think it'll be fun either way. It's a honeymoon, so. <laughs> Right. Okay. So hang on. I have a quick question since I can relate to you so much as far as like our fly fishing um, background. What was your first fly rig? Because some of these people, you know, they start, they go to Cabela's and they like start with like the crappy rods. Like what did you start with? Because I started with Trent's rods and he had like some pretty decent ones. So yeah, that I did the same. I, I had t- all Tyler's rods and he's just like, here, use this six weight or seven weight and I was like okay well I don't know what that means but sure I'll try it <laughs> but but here we go <laughs> yep so yeah I got oh, lucky that way too because I got all his so <laughs> I actually got a I got actually got a question that just popped into my head now I don't know if this is I don't know if this has ever happened with you two but has there ever been a moment where Tyler has hooked into a fish of a lifetime or a huge fish and you're the one that has to net the fish 
Yeah, every time. Every time. We go out. <laughs> every time. Nice. Now, let me follow I got a follow-up question. Has there ever been a time where maybe in the beginning, like your very first net job or two, was it, did you, uh, I don't want to say did you blow it, but I mean, was there, uh, was it easy for you to net a fish right away or, or get, you got anything? Yeah, no, I couldn't net a fish at the beginning. He would definitely get very frustrated at me <laughs> and hope that we had somebody else with us to net the fish. Yes. Okay, thank God. Because the first time I ever netted a fish, because we never used a net, and then we went to New Zealand, and I had to net my, or I had to net my first fish ever, and of course it's like Trent's trophy fish in his life, and I'm I'm like panicking. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And he's like. <laughs> He's like screaming at me, but we're also so excited and we thought we were going to lose the fish and oh, oh God. yeah, yeah. Oh. And your adrenaline just going and you're just freaking out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now has Tyler, have you ever had a hog on and has Tyler messed up the net to make the fish pop off? No, Tyler's pretty good. He had the net. He's a good net man. He, good. I don't think he's ever done anything like that to get him off. Not for me. I think he's done it to his brother before, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't complain. I had a Janelle's, yeah, I can't say the same. Janelle's uh, Janelle's first Janelle's first ever steelhead on the swing. She had a, oh. a massive steelhead on, and I got it to the side of the boat, and I don't know what happened, man. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I smashed that fish's head, and uh, damn fly! Oh, she you didn't out. talk to me. The rest, she did not talk to me the rest of the boat trip. No, you were upset. Don't say you. I mean, I was upset. You still get mad at me about that. <laughs> I would totally I just get mad at Tyler it. for it. <laughs> oh, man. Just one of those things, you know? Yeah, people don't understand that. It's, there's so much that goes into fly fishing, and it's so frustrating that when it comes to netting, it's like, that's almost harder than the damn fishing. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, yes. I hope I'm better at it now. <laughs> no, for sure. It's a learning process. <laughs> that's the thing about fly fishing. It's like, you learn something new. Even if you're like a seasoned angler... I feel like there's always something to learn in this hobby and this sport. And that's what makes it so much fun. And that's what makes it like so addicting. Right. Yeah. I feel like I'm always learning something like constantly. So you knew. Uh, yeah. So uh, you never really saw trout before you caught your first one then, huh? Like the first time you went out with Tyler, you probably never seen a lot of trout in your life. No, not really. Yeah. Did you know, did you know brook trout existed? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, awesome pretty beautiful fish when you get into the net oh yeah they're the best yeah. for sure for sure nice well uh i think we're gonna wrap it up um yeah yeah i don't think there's much else you you absolutely crush it thank you very much for your time absolutely yeah, no problem thank you're you so guys. fun to talk to we're gonna ask <laughs> you on a, a scale of the one to ten how do we do ten for sure Mm-hmm. Ten. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> nice. We can get down with the ten. Yeah, we don't yeah, post like, them. We don't post them if somebody says less than ten. But the thing is, honestly, <laughs> I'm like waiting for someone to be like, "Eh, you guys are like a six. Mm-hmm. But I think people are too afraid. They wouldn't actually tell you the truth, even if we were like a six. No, nah, we're, we're crushed. <laughs> nah, you 10. guys are totally always get a ten. It's always like this. So uh, we appreciate the invite to come out and fish with you too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think they asked, Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take you out. We have some big places we could go to. If yes, I don't catch a actually, fish like though. you have on your feed, then uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know upset. if we can ever talk, talk again. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if I can promise that, but we'll see. Yes. Nice. 
We'll have to go check out Honeymoon Lake, too. Everyone else should go Google Honeymoon Lake and at least see pictures of that because I'm sure it's beautiful. <laughs> yes, it's very pretty. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, awesome. Brooke, it was so nice talking to you. And thank you again so much for being on our podcast. We enjoyed yeah, every second of it. Yeah, thank you, guys. <laughs> awesome. Have a wonderful evening, guys. All right, you too. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Perfect. How would you think? I think that it was it was cool to relate to like another female angler like more so relate though than i ever have with yeah because she was kind of really like you yeah you know what i mean yeah because i mean a lot of a lot of our guests so far had already been exposed to the fly fishing world prior to being in a relationship and oh yeah a lot of our guests grew up doing the fishing yeah and she they were the ones teaching their boyfriend exactly and so it was fun to kind of talk to someone who learned from their significant other because that's how i learned and I think, uh, and it doesn't have to be fly fishing, but I think fly fishing is one of the easiest hobbies right now for a couple to do together because unlike some other types of fishing, fly fishing can't, uh, people make fly fishing way too complicated. Mm-hmm. It can be very easy. Mm-hmm. A rod, a line, and like three flies. And a reel, of You ain't going to catch much, but you ain't, you ain't sitting in the house. You're out in nature and you can just flick it out. And I think it's really, you know what I mean? Instead of ha- you don't really have to have a bow or a trailer or a whole bunch of different gear to target a whole bunch of different species in a lake. No. You can just walk out to the river and start flipping out a fly. Heck yeah. You're not going to catch anything because fly fishing sucks, but you can do it. <laughs> and it's really easy to do with the, with a significant other. And so I think it's just an easy hobby for couples to do. I don't think couples do enough hobbies together anymore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, there's lots of mountain biking couples and frisbee couples and all that, but, uh, you yeah, I mean, like yeah. rollerblading, swimming, whatever you want to do. I think fly fishing is kind of easy. Um, so, and there are so many moments while you're out there that you guys can just like sit back and bond, and yeah, it's cool because it's, it's fishing. Cool. You're gonna hate it, right? Nothing ever goes right. Right, fishing. so you guys can bitch together. Yeah. That brings you closer, you right? You can survive a fishing trip. You can survive anything with a significant other. <laughs> if you don't drown each other in the river, I think you're doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't feel like you want to drown the other person in the river, then you're not doing it right either. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Yeah, no, it was so cool to talk to her, though. She's great. Her fiance is great. And we wish them the best of luck. And we also want to say thank you guys both so much for being on our podcast. And we can't wait till they're back on the podcast in like a couple of years. Yeah. Check back in. Check back in. See how they're doing. Oh, we never said what episode this was. Episode. Oh, my gosh. It's episode six. Oh, my God. Next week is episode seven. That's crazy. What? Awesome. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you tune in next week for our next guest. And we will. Yeah, you'll know who it is when we do it. Which means we don't know yet. Which means we don't know yet. Bye-bye. Bye.